All right, welcome everybody. We are here with Edward, who is the creator and CEO of Podcast AI, a Toronto native, went to the University of Waterloo, but did not go for computer science, went for biology because he already knew how to do whatever he needed to do with the computer. Edward, it's great to have you here, and I'm looking forward to dive into what you're doing with Podcast AI, how you found building with AI in general to be but before we get into any of that, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background and what you've been up to until now. Yeah, uh, pleasure to be on the show. Um, so, uh, you know, I, you know, born in Toronto uh, from fairly early age, like in the late uh, '90s, uh, doing websites. You know, learning how to write apps for for Mac, uh, for Windows. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Like in software these days, everybody's talking about are you front end, back end. You know, I was doing stuff pre that being a thing, um, and you know, it's been pretty exciting just seeing how software has kind of evolved. Uh, did a lot of medical apps, um, so I was doing you know some consulting, doing uh, medical apps in Canada, um, some nat- nationally used apps as well. Um, and in 2019, me and my best friend Sean Duncombe, we you know, banded together. Uh, he was my best friend since grade nine. And, uh, you know, we, we did our first startup that was sort of in the creator space. Um, but then everything changed with, you know, we had heard of, of uh, you know, G- GPT and, and logged into OpenAI for, you know, playing around with GPT-2. You know, it was kind of interesting. You know, it would, you know, you'd, you'd give examples of YouTube titles and it would hallucinate more of them, you know, type thing. It was like kind of useful, but you could see how it could become useful. But it's really when ChatGPT came out that changed the game. And Sean and I, you know, we were like, okay, pencils down, stop everything we're doing. We have to do this. Like this is, this is the biggest thing we've seen in 25 years, 30 yeah. years. Time to pivot. Yeah. So you were in the creator space. You're now still kind of in the creator space with what you're doing with podcast AI. Can you break that down a bit? Yeah. So before we, we, you know, our previous startup was uh, doing something where it was trying to combine, let's say, a YouTube and, and a and a Patreon together. And it's a very different business because it, you know, we learned so much. We learned that you can't fight network effects. Um, you know, that that's really one of the big lessons. And and there's a lot of other lessons um, that we learned. Um, you know, especially wanting to build a venture-backed company and being in Toronto you know, realizing that, you know, the value of ground game, um, you know, hence we're, we're, we're working on moving down to California where, where everything's happening. Um, but yeah, we, we, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing how fast we built up podcast AI. Uh, we only started in May and like we built this thing at breakneck speed. It's, you know, the best piece of software I've written. Um, and yeah, AI is just such a big part of that in every way a culmination of all those past events now has led you to writing the best software of your life. Exactly. All, all roads are converging here. Yeah. We'll break down some of the stats. What have you got for us as far as users and what you're doing, maybe GPT calls or transcribed hours, all that fun stuff. So we get an idea of what you're working with. So uh, we have, let's say we have 25 customers right now paying customers uh we we got our first customers in september um we took uh 15 no we took 19 sales calls in september october 
15 of those we closed on the call, um, which was pretty bananas. That's a good signal. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, to, to, to sort of back up, we, we got into this by building in public. So originally it was me playing around with, uh, the 11 labs API and, uh, essentially creating a parody of the all in podcast. So I tweeted that and, uh, you know, 10 minute parody and, and the, and the sort of background idea was that the cast of all in was reborn as AIs, um, they had ended an episode joking about like, or started one joking about, oh, you're going to become an AI or something. So I basically made that. Um, it went viral. It got retweeted by them. Uh, I did six in total. Um, but going through it, people were like, is this real? Like, you know, half the people thought it was real and half of them realized it was me scripting the show um, <laughs> and using their voices. Um, but we realized like, hey, like, let's build a company right now because what was happening with AI was just absolutely insane. You had the momentum. Yeah, we had the momentum, like the, just the attention. Uh, second second time founder, you realize distribution is everything. You know, it, you can have the best ex- execution, but if there's no distribution, there's nothing. Um, so we, you know, we realized uh, it, we got an amazing name, Podcast AI. Uh, I, I think you can't really do better um, for what we're doing. No, it's just you up one night. Like, I wonder if it's available. That that was Sean. Um, we wow. were we were looking for domains, uh, uh, you know, related to the other company, and and um, Sean had found the service that was you know give, giving these domains for sale, and we were just talking about this idea of doing an AI company uh, around podcasting, and you know, we're, I forget which one of us were like, try podcast AI, and boom, it was available for sale. We bought it like on the spot, hundreds of thousands of dollars later. Uh, not even that much. I think it was underpriced. Wow. It was, it was 10,000. No way. I, th- I think a steal. I think a steal. Yeah. 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 Especially for doing what you are doing, which is so clear for podcasting using AI. I love that. All right. Sorry. I derailed the story, but <laughs> keep going. Well, no, no, it's, it, it's exactly that. It's, it's, you know, the, the, we decided, okay, we're going to build a company that is going to automate podcasting. You know, the, the plan, the mission is really automating everything A to Z, making it save human producers um, hundreds and hundreds of man hours or person hours. Um, and, you know, that that's that's the mission. And even even creating like getting to the point of creating synthetic co- uh, content, we can generate ad reads in the voice of the host ad libbed about any, you know, sponsor and call to action. And it's it's amazing. Right. Um, yeah, there's nothing like showing that demo. Um <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, but so yeah, like, like it's, it's a really ambitious, um, project. Um, and, uh, we got into Jason Calacanis's, uh, first his founder U program. Uh, we got a small investment check through at the end of that 10% of the companies get that check. And then we got invited into the accelerator program, um, early September and, uh, you know, the rest is history. So was that because of these viral tweets? Be honest. And that you, you buttered them up with well, the... Well, th- that's the start. You, you know, you have to get on people's radar. That's the thing with like raising VC. And that's that's the thing we didn't understand the first time in 2019 when we, late 2019, when we started the previous startup. It's that you have to network yourself in. And, you know, VCs, they just have so much incoming. There's so much noise that you have to introduce some signal and get on the radar. And... 
You just have to impress them with something, show them something amazing, you know, and that that's the secret. Yeah. And especially when you're building with AI, because there are so many companies out there right now doing something in this space that to differentiate yourself is a huge value when it comes to VCs looking at you and saying, oh yeah, I've heard of them because I've seen some viral tweets or I've heard of them because I've seen what they've been doing. They've been building in public, as you say. And I really like this notion of building in public. How have you been taking that? Like, are you going as far as sharing all of your customers, sharing your revenue numbers, all of that kind of indie hacker building in public? Or is it more like, hey, check out this cool feature. We just threw this out there. Does Do people like it? Do they not? Screenshots of cool features. Yeah. Um, be, you know, part of it is is the product we're doing. So for example, uh, we'll turn a podcast into a website. Um, uh, and the website will have, you know, statistics on the podcast, all the links like, you know. So for example, um, This Week in Startups, that's like 1800 plus episodes by Jason Calcanis. Uh, we now power thisweekinstartups.com. So that's just a beautiful demo of what we can do. Um, all the transcripts are in there, uh, powered by, you know, DeepGram. There um, we go. <laughs> uh, you know, table of contents that we generate, all that great stuff, all the distribution points, all the advertisers, we automatically detect the sponsors and, you know, rotate those through the transcripts as like calls to action. And finally, an AI chat with, AI versions of the host trained on all the past episodes. Uh, so you're chatting with the host. Yeah, break down a little bit more about what podcast AI does so that we can understand all of the different features. Yeah, so we eventually want to go A to Z on podcasting. I mean, it's in the name, Podcast AI. Um, but, you know, if you start, there's sort of pre-production, which is all the scheduling stuff. So everybody showed us the spreadsheets that they use, and we want to do a product for that. Um, and then there's production, which is the actual recording, which is frankly a commodity. You know, there's Zoom, there's there's tons of ways to record a podcast. Where we start right now is the post-processing, post-production, meaning you've recorded the MP3 or the, or the video file. Um, you upload it into Podcast AI, and then we generate the description, the title, automatically put the episode number, generate the chapters, do the whole transcript, speaker identified, again, thanks to DeepGram. We generate the key points, you know, key takeaways for the podcast, all those show notes type things. Um, we, you know, we we generate right now viral moments oh. from the episode, top 10 viral moments. Um, and we're actually doing now, we just released this, generating blog posts that go with that viral moments um including linkedin post uh twitter slash x thread instagram tiktok youtube short um just generating everything and the the roadmap is actually to be able to post those directly onto the social accounts so that we really are automating the pipeline a to z yeah saving so much time i do know that that is one thing that a podcaster spends a ton of time on is the just the data transfer and taking the video the edited video downloading it then uploading it to youtube uploading it to spotify or your podcast distribution 
center then adding the description and the description for spotify is a bit different than youtube because youtube you can do different things with it adding all of the chapters adding all of the links and the different things that you talk about so it's show notes in that regard are you because i think this is a really hard problem that i would love to dig into are you automatically grabbing links so if we say hey you know what is really cool is the way that tim ferris does show notes and adds links and you can see that on tim.com slash podcast do you automatically pick that up grab it and then throw it into the show notes because that seems like it's a really hard problem to do and i would love it if somebody did that so that is literally a top feature request right now and we started work on it so uh you you will probably see it in the product within the month well realistically how can you make that happen? Because a lot of times, like I just made it really clear for the transcript to understand what the link is. But if I was saying something like, oh, you know who does podcast show notes really well is Tim Ferriss. You would need something to go out and find Tim Ferriss's podcast URL and then show different show notes from his podcast URL which seems like a very hard problem and you may need some kind of autonomous agent in there. How are you looking at like attacking that type of problem? So so it is hard and it isn't. So basically with, with AI, the crazy thing is how easy it is to do something amazing in one call to the LLM. But to do anything beyond that, what you really want to do is layer calls to an LLM. So you don't quite need an autonomous agent, but what you need is sort of a procedure, which is really doing what humans do, right? Like we'll take one pass at something and then a second pass and a third and a fourth and a fifth. And that's how we refine work products. The, you know, the, the app itself, the backend really needs to be doing the same thing. So what we would be doing is first pass detecting you know, what is possibly a link for the show notes or intent for something to be a link in the show notes. Uh-huh. And then on a second pass, actually attempt to retrieve that from the internet and determine what the link is. So through a few passes, you can actually do stuff like that. And, and you know, it's just hard because you have to do it, right? It's not as easy as a one-shot LLM call, but imminently doable. Yeah. I imagine it also, you have to think about costs and how much... Is this going to add to the end user experience? This this case, I think it's very clear. Like this would be incredible. It's obviously one of the top feature requests that you have. But then on other features, you have to weigh out those pros and cons. Like, is this worth another LLM call? Is it going to add that incremental value? Or is it going to be like hitting it out of the park for the end user experience? And so it makes it worth it to add that 0.0 three cents for the uh, per token or whatever it may be whatever the cost is by the time this podcast comes out because it's constantly changing but how do you look at that like how do you think about those trade-offs on the feature that you're introducing but on the back end the amount of cost that it's going to cost you and it's almost like your cost of goods or cost of services is going down that profit margin that you have is going down. Yeah, so so the way we approached this when we started is, you know, in theory the best way to price your product is to determine the value 
and then you price according to the value. Um, but to keep it simple, when we started, we just said, okay, we're going to figure out what our costs are. We're giving on each subscription a number of credits and every action that costs us credits, it costs us, you know, money. Um, we basically deduct from credits that you you have to use, right? Uh, so we basically make it so the user is budgeting for themselves and deciding, okay, what's valuable? And I think that those show notes will be valuable. And also our plans are pretty generous on the credits. So I doubt anybody would be bumping against the limit. It's really just, you know, a guardrail. So there's that. And also like, look, we, we're approaching this as we want to be the premium product in podcasting, podcast AI, um, in the same way that OpenAI is the top, you know, series of, of models that you can use for LLMs. So that's our intention and, you know, do it, doing that work. And, and here's something that's similar to do, right? Um, and similar pain point in terms of intensity for users. Um, guest research, that yeah. is labor intensive. We can automate that in the exact same way. So that kind of becomes that, you know, free, you know, pre-recording step that's, you know, right next to the scheduling. That's also something we intend to do. Yeah, the amount of steps that is involved in a podcast, when you break it down, it is not like any of them are very difficult to do, but they are just tedious. And so you saying, you know what, it's, we don't need a genius to do this. We could probably automate it with a bouquet of Zapier and LLM calls and maybe some chained together LLM calls, however you're doing that, and some uh, transcriptions, right? Or, uh, some calls to the different APIs like DeepGram. And so it, if you are able to do that and take, you're giving me back time as a podcaster. You're really opening up my ability to say, okay, now I don't have to worry about the scheduling or the research. I just got to show up. And that's one of the things that I am a big proponent of is that with the podcast, I want to figure out a way to make the process so simple that I just have to show up because that's what I enjoy doing, right? I enjoy talking to people. And so if that is the end goal, I'm all for that. And I'm really excited for what you're building. Yeah, 100%. Basically reclaim. So uh, again, J Jason had tweeted something like, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm going from seven podcasts a week down to four. Um, and that, that kind of, when we were building the company, that sort of became our slogan. Like, let's let people reclaim their time and turn them into 10x producers. So yeah, you know, that really is, that really is the thing. And, and with podcasting, it's like, there are a lot of steps, but the truth is podcasting can be as bare bones or as high production value as you want. So for someone who really wants bare bones, you know, record a Zoom and flip it to YouTube. That's it, right? You, you don't even have to describe anything. You just put a title that you're, you're done, but that's, you know, that's not going to do well. What what you want is the production quality. You want chapters, you want summaries, descriptions, you want all of that good stuff. You want a nice show website that's completely automatic. You want to get the word out. Yeah, it, exactly. So you really have to, you know, up the game. And, and that's what we've kind of been seeing with podcasting, right? Everybody's upping their game. 
And the idea is for at least for the least work possible, make it so someone can up their game with podcast AI, you know, up to that top level. Well, man, I appreciate this. I want to leave with one final question because you are building in the space and AI is so new. You're doing all different kinds of things with AI, whether it is transcriptions, it's or it's so you're kind of doing the whole pipeline, I would say. Not just when you look at the podcast pipeline, but when you look at there's audio coming in, it's being transcribed, you're taking insights from that transcription, and then you also have the ability to create audio on the other side of it. So you can go text to speech. And so for me, that that's basically the whole gambit. Now, what are some of the main challenges that you have faced while building with all of these different new technologies? So the technology itself is unbelievably simple to use. I'll just give you a few friction points that might have happened. That did happen. So one was you need a vector database. And, you know, because you need a vector database, um, we had to switch from MySQL to PostgreSQL. Um, so that was a little database change that happened very early on because you get PG vector, which lets you um, do those vector searches. So that, that was one thing. Um, the second uh, big issue was with OpenAI, getting access to rates like tokens per minute and stuff like that. That was super important for us. Getting access to GPT-4 really early on was super important to, to us. And it's sort of hard to wiggle yourself into, into that. Thankfully, we recently got a really big uh, limit increase. But yeah, that was, that was a big pain point. Um, but it's interesting how the actual working with the LLMs is just such a pleasure. And, and probably the literally the easiest one is DeepGram. Because nice. you know for podcast AI, everything starts with the transcript right? So you're uploading that episode and then you're hitting transcribe or it's automatically doing it for you. And that's the basis on everything because every other LLM is fed from that transcript. So yeah. the fact that DeepGram does the speaker identify and identification, that's like absolutely critical. Um, and that lets us rapidly identify the speakers, the hosts and the guests. Um, and then everything else is from that. The, the chapters are done from the transcript the summary is done, you know, from from the chapters. Um, so that's like a little a little cheat to to, to go faster. Um, and 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 so so really the, the root of it is is the transcript. And I have to say, DeepGram, it's just a pleasure to work with. There's no rate limits. It's super fast. It's like it's like ten seconds for a one hour podcast. It's it's unbelievable. Just amazing. I love hearing that. And it's also awesome to have you as part of the startup community that we are rocking. And I will say right now, if anybody else out there listening would like to join the startup community, please reach out or just go to deepgram.com slash startup and fill out the form. We are open and we are accepting people still. So dude, Edward, it's been a pleasure. I really thank you for coming on here and doing this podcast with us. I feel like it's a little bit meta. We are having a podcast talking about podcast AI. And later on, I think we're going to get to see you using podcast AI on this very podcast. So it can't get more meta than that. And we will end it there. Awesome. It's been an absolute pleasure to join you here. And uh, 
yeah, I, I love what you guys are doing and uh, you're, you guys are the backbone of, of transcription, I think. <laughs>